it, babe. It's direct from the beautiful Inland Blue Studios. Honey, this is the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast with your host, that fine-ass Chris Thayer, that beautiful Steve Hill, and that big hunk of chunk of meat, Ron Mills. Woo! Mama's hot up in here. Let's get this party started. All right, everybody, and welcome back to the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast. Here with your host today, me, Ron Miltz. Uh, we're back for another best of the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast today. Uh, today, we're going to do uh, some of our favorite guests that we've had on the show over the years. So you're in for a treat today, and let's uh, let's start off with one of our all-time favorites, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Kevin Bieber. Kevin Bieber here, our special host today. Uh, we, we really actually, uh, and he was nice enough to bring a couple issues of uh, Man vs. Rock for us to peruse. Uh, uh, but we'd love to talk about your comic book while you're yeah, here. Yeah, I didn't really do it justice when I basically said it's crazy shit and it's random. And that uh, well, really wasn't a very good description. Um, and it worked it out is. great because we none of us know Kevin from Adam, uh, which is weird. A lot of white names there. Um, but before uh, he came in today, uh, so it, it's neat to have you in here, Kevin. Thank um, you. But I would uh, I'd love to hear more about your take on your book here, if you don't mind. Well, Man vs. Rock is really the story of us all. Uh, one day I was at home and I was thinking to myself, I was thinking, Kevin, Kevin Bieber, I want to be rich one day. <laughs> and so, how am I going to become rich? And it came to me. An independent comic book. <laughs> Make millions. That's, that's so right. funny. We did the same thing with a podcast. Yeah. We were like, we're yeah. going to rake it in. This is the only way. Yeah, yeah. And for sure. so I was thinking, okay, so what's a story that has been done a million times that I'm going to obviously copy? And it was, of course, men fighting rocks. And so I was thinking, okay, so you've got this awesome idea to make money with an independent comic book, and you've got this idea that everybody's done before, which is men fighting rocks, what can you do to sort of give it this unique twist? And so what I did was I added a (laughs) strong white male protagonist. And there's your hook. Nobody's done that before. And so the result was man versus rock. And so uh, basically it's this ridiculous story about... um, professor of geology named Buck Stone, who's a professor at the Robert E. Lee University of Northern Aggression, who thinks that, who thinks that rocks are out to get us. Because in his like revisionist history, from the beginning of time, we've used and abused rocks for our own selfish ends. Like, we built the pyramids from them. In his mind, we crucified a rock instead of Jesus, and we waterboarded the rocks to find Bin Laden. So he thinks it's only a matter of time before the rocks strike back. And so it follows this, like, this crazy, quasi-homeless, quasi-illiterate professor on his journey to stop like, the most harmless enemy you could ever think of, which are just rocks. And so basically like, society reacts to his ridiculous theories and chaos and hilarity ensue. So you're ready to, almost ready to put out uh, issue three. Yeah, issue three is coming out soon. We hope to have it by Kamikaze, which is next week. Wow. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty big. It's going to shake up everything, solve all the world's problems. Oh, you you heard cool. of Ebola? You won't in a week. When <laughs> Man vs. Rock Volume 3 comes out. <laughs> e what? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, Kevin, uh, in all honesty, though, what made you, like, Man vs. Rock? Like, what, what brought you to that idea? Well, actually, the real story is that I was with my friend at the Natural History Museum in New York City. And we were at this rock exhibit for some reason. And so at the same time, we were talking about the movie Independence Day, 
which is like a great movie when you like it, when when it came out for me. I was I was like 11, 12 years old. And it's still an awesome movie. Yeah, hey, I was like 22. I, I'm like, God, how old awesome. are you, man? <laughs> I was just trying to make you guys feel bad. <laughs> well, you I did. Was like, right. I was so young at the time. Yeah, you guys must have been. I was like 19, you right. know? So, so I'm there, and my friend and I are talking about the movie Independence Day. And I was like, what if you replaced all of the aliens with rocks? And what would the movie be like? And we were like, it wouldn't be that different, really. It would just be... You know, society reacting to this, you know, so ridiculous so for the, for your read or for your potential readers here that are our listeners. Um, is it an actual because the way you made it sound was it's like not a uh, it's sort of a little crazy. But is there an actual rock invasion occurring within your comic book? It's ambiguous. Like oh, okay. there's actually there's a real ending to it. OK, it's going to resolve a lot of the questions. That uh, so we don't have to buy your book. Could you just tell us? Yeah, the I'm going to tell you All the right. ending. I'm going to tell you everything you need to know. Wait, wait, he's got to make his fortune. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I kid, though. I kid. Uh, but uh, so a uh, little ambiguous. Um, is there anything else that you'd want to tell us to possibly sell us on? I mean, I'm sold on this book I, already. I love the tongue-in-cheek aspect of it. I love Independence well, Day. It's in the writing, too. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah, yeah. so many little one-liners in this thing that I, you know, some of them are groaners, and that's, but that's okay, because you want those lines like, oh, my God, I can't well, believe Well, having met there. Kevin for less than <laughs> I, two hours. No, I know. Like, I'm, all, I'm all about it. If it goes... I can't believe you just went there. Yeah. You, I've yeah. got to fucking read no, it. I, I, I fell you know? in love with this thing, and I... I could not wait to get you in. Oh, I was you. so mad that the stuff that we did at Comic-Con didn't turn out sound-wise. But I'm really glad because, I, and these guys gave me shit for this, that I totally went to like the Bieber thing first because I didn't know where to start because I'm really shitty at interviews. Um, and I'm really glad that that was all gone. Well, um, my real name is Kevin Timberlake. <laughs> oh, see? <laughs> and Kevin Bieber's is a pseudonym. Yeah. No, they, they totally ripped him. Like, oh, okay, because he's probably never heard that shit before. Yeah, no, never. There, no, that was oh. really amazing that you came up with that. I was like, oh, my God. Who is this Justin Bieber fellow? Hey, as my last name being Hale, since about the second grade, I've heard, hey, how the hell you doing? Oh, that's, that's yeah. fucking witty I'm and original. Use that. Yeah. So, yeah, keep the Bieber lines coming to In him. In second grade, you got that? Like, legitimately? Oh, or? fuck, man. Constantly. Uh, how the I, hell you doing? Oh, yeah. Did Hail you? Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. So you're not dude. a big fan of puns, is what you're saying? Oh, no. no. It's just like, fucking come on, man. I've heard it for fucking 40 years or something now. <laughs> nice. It's nice. It's not funny. And the, and the best part is they think they're being really oh, original. Oh, man. Like, they're just so. And I knew I motherfuckers, wasn't. dude, aren't you? Woo. Yeah. yeah. Give me some Bieber jokes, too, right? Yeah. Uh, it was a good interview. Fuck. I, you know? We had fun. <laughs> I was happy to clear up the Bieber thing. Uh, yeah. Once people, we got past that and right. got to some funny things. But, yeah, I mean, Man vs. Rock, I think it's a. It's it's a comedy which I think is sort of rare in, in yeah. comic books. It's 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 about ninety percent comedy, ten percent action. That's awesome. So you know it's something to check out. If, if I think it's a different book, and, and if you're into that, I go found for it. Interesting. You know, well, we do have friends who are going to be at Kamikaze next weekend. So what booth are you at? We're at A two six six. Nice. Check that which out, apparently guys. is like the best booth you could have because it's the only booth in the men's restroom. <laughs> so <laughs> we lucked out. I in case there's that. a zombie apocalypse, yeah. you're already like fairly safe. I know what yeah. to do because of that movie. Yeah, yeah. watch it. Yeah. Well, you know. Well, at least Kamikaze has come up stairs from the parking garage that it started in. Yeah. This is true. That, this they, is when they true. first started Kamikaze a couple years ago, it was literally uh, level one parking garage. Wow. 
Like you saw the yellow lines on the ground. <laughs> That's what I'm, not, I'm not kidding, dude. What they could afford that it year. It was it was terrible. It looked dude. like a kamikaze. It was it, it was <laughs> something, man. Um, I was like, I don't think I'm coming back to this shit. And That's then I how went I back to Long Beach and then Expo. They, they moved upstairs and uh, so they got a little upgrade. You in know? my in my mind, whenever I think of like the world's worst comic book convention, and and I I love Frankenstein's for what it oh. is, but that is what I think of. Frankenstein's like, is the like, fucking dirt mall, dude. It, it totally is. <laughs> it's you know? a dirt mall I'm for nerds. I'm surprised these people even fucking. Put their comics in bags of boards, dude. I mean, they're fucking savages down there. <laughs> I just, I just hate that fucking place, man. It's like Bartertown, and isn't going, it? Oh god, damn, dude, going in there in the summer. It's hot. They don't have air oh, conditioning. Dude, it, is, it is a fucking sweltering armpit. It's like the Sarlacc pit. We went down there like twice Ugh. for whatever game we were playing at the time. Uh, they were like, "Oh, they're doing a tournament," and I'm like, "Oh, great!" And I got there, and I'm like. What like what is this? Can I buy illegal guns here as well? Yeah, and or, then all they do is people. all the vendors, there people for all the vendors yeah. cruise down to the local Toys R Us, buy the shit out of everything, bring it down there and mark it all up two hundred percent. Yeah, I'm just not with it. You know, I, I go there every once in a while for my uh, costuming club, but I'm not a big fan. <laughs> super secret costuming club. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the super secret Gary Wars costuming club. That's awesome. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh uh oh i i like i don't want to segue yet but i we got to talk about rebels at some point too like have you caught it yet one episode i know they're in like it. three oh, okay. right well, now we'll i haven't recorded i just we'll, haven't we'll hold that for another episode then we'll get to it eventually okay um, now it's on demand though that's so good because it's uh it's it's, it's so good stations. in that way that like I, I i want more um and unlike cartoon network that would only do clone wars on Saturday morning, yeah, um, and not show it again. Um, Disney is playing the shit out of really? it. Really? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, it's awesome. They're redoing- it runs probably every three hours. Wait, wait. On the so. on Sunday night, they're showing. Uh, they're showing it on ABC with yeah. uh, Darth Vader added in. So they're, uh, gonna, they're doing like a little skit. With- yeah, I mean, they're just going to keep adding crap to keep. Every- I mean, they. They know how to sell their product. They do. They're good. Absolutely, man. And speaking so. of people that know how to sell their product, back to Kevin here with uh, Man vs. Rock. So uh, if I wanted to purchase Man vs. Rock, where would I go? Uh, there are lots of places. Go to Amazon, our website, www.manversusrock.com. Uh, we have it at several stores in, in the Los Angeles area, cool. cool Cats Comics and Games. Uh, we have it at Cosmic Comics and uh, in San Diego. We've got it in Yesteryear and Southern California Comics. So, awesome. Uh, yeah, we're... We've got it in a few stores, and check it out. Cool. You won't be disappointed, I guarantee it. Have you gone digital at all with it? Um, well, we haven't sold the film rights yet, but we it's oh, coming man. in, in December man. 2017. <laughs> We're competing with the, head-to-head with the new Star Wars movie. We think we've got a good shot. They're going back and All forth right, so on the release no, weekend. You know? so, All right. Uh, as far as digital, though, um, we're... we're Kind of starting to, to do podcasts like where you could ask Buck a question and he'll answer in characters. You yeah, can ask sure. him like That's really great. important questions like, you know, do blind people make better lovers? And <laughs> like, how would you fix the NFL? And, you know, how would you fix the NFL? How get, would you a, fix it? get a team to L.A.? He- probably work no it would just be raiders light and we already discussed why we don't like the raiders on this podcast uh that's awesome we'll have to revisit that at some point we we will definitely come back to that again because i've got some new ones yeah well they're they're (laughs) dominating i'm I'm sure they're gonna win the world series all right um so uh uh thank you kevin so much so guys check it out on amazon like you want to go to amazon go to their website we'll link it up on the facebook page uh uh, after this episode premieres uh and we're gonna put this one up tonight so that way it's uh out there and Great. before Kamikaze comes out. So, uh,
Oh, love, love, love that Kevin Bieber. Yeah, man. So uh, he, they've got a new book out. It's available in uh, stores everywhere around the nation. Uh, obviously, you can still pick up Man vs. Rock, uh, but they have Unpresidential, which is available everywhere you buy books. So check it out on, you know, online, obviously. You can get it through Amazon or through their regular place. Or, you know, you can go into literally a Barnes & Noble and pick up uh, uh, Kevin Bieber's new book. So, um, yeah. All right. So let's go to another one of our guests here, a friend of the show uh, who's no longer with us, actually. Uh, but... Uh, one of my favorite all-time guests, uh, uh, Mr. John Walter Edis, who'd be super excited that I finally got his name right. So here's a little bit of uh, John and his uh, uh, presentation of Cub Co- Club Cosplay. Uh, John also got us on to uh, the, uh, what is it, the... Uh Guy, I can't even remember the podcast that we did anymore. Uh, it was like a podcast radio show, um, uh, some other nerd show that's out there. He mentions it in the podcast, but check it. You can check that one out too. We got a special guest today, uh, John Walter, I- uh, and I just messed up your last name. And I, and I was like, wrote it down with like phonetic pronunciation as well. Edis, there we go. Sorry. Yes. So uh, it, it's spelled with an X, but apparently the X is silent, which I well, actually it's an S. But well, whatever. Uh, I don't read. You know, you don't read. <laughs> English is a secondary subject for me. So all right, well, we're a minute in, and I've already fucked this up. So here we go. Uh, all right, guys. So John's here to, uh, as our special guest today. Uh, John's with us from the uh, Jack of All Nerds podcast and also uh, club cosplay uh, we'll get uh, actually John why don't we just lead off with that uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about club, club cosplay to start with here uh, club cosplay uh, nerds nightclub it's actually a really cool event we started off with two events out in Corona at the M15 nightclub mm-hmm. uh, fired off got way better response than I think anybody expected um, Ivan uh, McLean is the promoter from Happy Core Productions and we've done uh, Stanley's Kamikaze we were the official after party for that event nice nice um, we just did the Ohm nightclub on the 18th of January, uh, pulled about a thousand people through those doors. And where's that? Uh, that's in LA right next to oh. the Chinese theater uh, or Got from, it. okay. From my history, Grauman's or man, yeah. they prefer theater. Asian American theater, the now. Asian yeah. American <laughs> theater now. Okay. <laughs> no, it didn't say that they're American. Um, <laughs> Uh, and then uh, we actually have an event coming up this weekend on Valentine's day. We are running house of blues in San Diego. It is going to be the enchantment under the sea dance. We're recreating that. Wait, wait, wait. Are you doing Back to the Future? Yes, we are. are we now, is Back it a full 50s dress and everything, too? Well, what it is is we're, we're recreating the backdrop for the stage. Okay. And the Flux Capacitors, which is an 80s cover band, uh-huh. they're really good. They're actually going to be the ones who are our, our featured uh, live performer. Oh, that's We've so awesome. We've got DJ Galactic Ray, uh, Chuck Nunn, uh, several other DJs doing it. We've got actually a lover's lounge upstairs in the restaurant that's going to be run as well. Uh, it's going to be a good time. Is, is Marlon going to be there? It's your cousin, Marlon. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are. I am actually building the podium for for Marvin Berry. There we go. Yeah. Uh, there, uh, uh, what was I going to say? Um, now I, I have like in my head. I see the enchantment under the sea dance, and because it's a cosplay, there's going to be like 30 Marty McFlys yep. there, <laughs> yes. like, and everyone's going to be running around reenacting like Back to the Future Two. That's <laughs> what's so going to happen, you know. That would actually be awesome because that would actually, you know, change the ratio of Deadpool's at yeah. cosplay. Yeah. At that, you point. know what? It's funny uh, with the cosplay world too. There are some people who are such huge fans of 
of Back to the Future, like they've remade uh, his shoes from what was it, episode three? No, yeah, no, no, um, the the lace the laceable ones. Yeah, yeah, and the automatic lace. I think Nike was going to make something. They now. just released them. Yeah. Uh, but they just they glow. That's the whole thing. Well, All right. and they've also got they've also got. Uh, I think they've got the auto lacing on on it Ooh. to some degree what? as well. If that's a thing that exists, and I don't or, or, like <laughs> well, what kind of what kind of fat schlub and I that I yeah. don't have auto lacing shoes. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. I know Bernie from Nerds Like Us has already got his pair. He was posting all over Facebook that they came in, so he was all oh, excited. So jealous. Wow. Yeah, there, there's a guy that's on the RPF, and that's the realistic prop form. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does a Marty McFly. No. What is, uh, what's his name's name in the movie? I can't remember. Marty Michael McFly. Keaton. Michael Keaton's not in Back to the no, Future. Not, uh, damn. <laughs> Michael Keaton is the Sorry, character. I'm just Michael up. J. Fox. Michael J. Fox. Playing Michael Keaton uh, on yeah. Family Ties. Right. So, yeah, that's um, funny. What's that's his name? Alec Keaton. Oh, Alec Keaton. Even right. better. There We're you go. All messed up. But yeah, yeah. This is what happens when you do a 9 a.m. Sunday podcast. <laughs> it's Michael right. Alex Keaton. There we go. Esquire. John, John's got it all yeah. set. So yeah, there's but there's he was Marty McFly who do some stuff like making the hat and like the reflective. Yeah, you can actually buy those online. Yeah. The guys in the flux capacitors, they all they all cosplay as uh, characters from the film. Oh, that's cool. Lead now, singer does Marty McFly. Now, McFly's. you guys know at some point uh, we are going to get a Back to the Future remake. Like, that's going to happen at some point. Honestly? Now, I went back when, you know, the date came that was the date he was to, supposed to go to. Do not tell me you did not like Back to the Future. Back to the Future is amazing. It is. Iconic. Back to the Future 2? Is equally amazing. It is so not. When's the last time you watched it? It's great. I watch those oh, movies once a year, one. dude. Oh, it's All terrible. three of them I watch them. No, I had oh. to turn it off. The acting was really? so campy and horrible. But you got to realize... Well, yeah. There, there's not been a movie like that that took structurally what it did. I get and the concept. so many movies try to emulate you know who that now. who was supposed to play the main in that? Um, actually, at first, Eric Stoltz. Eric Stoltz, yeah. Have you ever seen any of the stuff of him? No. Yeah, uh-huh. I have. It's stilted. There's a reason they fired him. You're well, like, it funny. It's, it's just bad, He's guys. Just, it's yeah. bad. Two no, is bad. Two three and three is okay. Great. Two and three are great, dude. Three is okay. Two is just unwatchable for me. With that in mind, though, there's a really interesting... uh, uh, Somebody on Reddit put up a thing the other day about like the time paradox that is created by Marty McFly Mm -hmm. uh, going back to the... Because basically, like... At the end of Back to the Future, he comes to the present, and his whole life has changed. So Doc basically has been living in the right timeline, and Marty is the only one that's living out of time. Yeah. So he's basically living a life that he has no memories of at all. Like, he shows up in the new house. His parents are all successful and a writer. He's got a brand new truck, which is weird because they still live in the same house, yeah. but it looks nicer, yeah. right? right. But, uh, but this idea of, like, his entire life is completely different, and he will, he will essentially sit around for the rest of his life, and they'll be like, remember when we went to Europe? Yeah. And he'll be like... Yeah, that was great. <laughs> was that Disney Europe? I'm not quite sure. What yeah, trip like that he has was. no memories that are shared with anybody else at any point. You know, and this is the J.J. Abrams edited version by Ron. <laughs> no, oh, no, I'm no, throwing some lens right flares and it's just, good to go. No, I mean, <laughs> but it, and it's funny though because especially like uh, uh, when you when people and people like when they really start to get into like the science behind it and you're like talking about like the deeper implications and they're like, well, what happened? to the Marty from that timeline yeah. when See, he you know and, and then it's like well maybe he got sent to Marty's other crappy timeline yeah. now he's forced to live this life of purgatory where <laughs> his dad's a little bitch and Biff slaps him around all where's the time where's my fucking truck <laughs> <laughs> See now now it makes me want to take a, a, a drag off of Jay trying to sit there and absorb all the the possibilities of messing with the the time continuum. There's been this really interesting in the last couple of years where people get into the the depths. It's yeah. like to me, it's like when the uh, uh, 
the uh, the Pixar theory came out, like mm-hmm. the unified theory of Pixar, and I'm like, who the fuck is sitting around yeah. all day <laughs> trying to piece together how all the Pixar movies work in one universe? Like that's way too much time on your hands. Medical you know? grade marijuana. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Prop two fifteen has made things possible that were never were before. Hey, the Supreme Court just made all that shit legal, and nobody knows. Nobody has mentioned it yet. Really? Uh, they just passed a law that like I didn't hear that. Basically, all medical marijuana dispensaries are now legal. They're no longer wow. legal. At a federal level, so I heard that. (laughs) Steve's all okay. (laughs) This just became a much better. My glaucoma's really bothering me, man. (laughs) All right, so uh, back to club cosplay, though. Uh, Sorry, we got on Back to the Future. That's how this works. Yeah, well, pretty much. So, uh, uh, you guys, you're doing Enchantment Under the Sea dance uh, coming up uh, on for Valentine's Day. Um, Anything else coming up with that? Um, No, it's right now. It's basically the big push to try to see what we can do to get as many people in the door as we can. Cool. Um, it's our first Live Nation event, mm-hmm. so we're really wow. pushing hard because we want to take this thing on the road and tour it, obviously. Right. Um, it would be great to be able to do club cosplay in every major city right when there's a con going That on. would be fantastic. Yeah, totally I know it would be go. a good time. And doable, man. That's so, absolutely. Doable. So what's a night at club cosplay look like? A night at club cosplay looks like, at first you've got um, videos going on. VJ the Dave, um, he takes care of all of the videos for the club. The one that's the big fan favorite is the Don Cheadle Captain Planet. Everyone loves that of video. Of course. Um, <laughs> the best video ever. Yes, it is. Uh, but he'll run videos, and then uh, the dance party basically starts up. DJ Galactic Rail play a set. Uh, things like that will happen. There'll be We break the show up. There's variety variety stuff going on. We've got uh, the Darth, hosts are doing Do you have like a skits. Darth Vader magician? It's all, this is this your card. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling now that you mentioned it, it will probably happen. Um, how, how has nobody targeted that market yeah. yet? That You're is like, amazing. You know, you know what's the coolest part about uh, uh, club cosplay, though? Is that, say you're going to do like uh, uh, Comic-Con in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a lot of parties going on. But they're like industry parties, and they're yeah. invite only. Yes. Yeah. And you know what? That excludes the people who are really going. Yeah, exactly. You know, we're yeah. not douchebags from Hollywood coming down, uh, you know, from Sony, and then we get Doing to go to... blow off a of hooker's ass. Right? Uh, right. We're going to go to... I would just like to say to any of my producer friends that may happen across the podcast... <laughs> I in no way share Steve's hey, aversion to you send, and your coke your, habits. Send your hate mail to um, gofuckyourself.com, all right? What I'm saying is, is that you're excluding the people and club, cos, uh, club cosplay. It, sorry. See, it's a hard word. It is a yeah. hard word. Um, you know, it's, I, easier. it's, it's you and open. Your, you and your goddamn alliteration. Yeah. It's, it's open to uh, to everybody to come in and party. I did yeah, that. in fact, the, the nerd community is really encouraged heavily in the whole thing. You don't have to be in cosplay. Uh, nerd attire is the preferred look. Kind we don't of like turn what we're all wearing away. right now. Yeah, yeah we don't. Yeah, exactly. I the think the room is currently configured of Steve wearing his spooky Steve outfit, which is a tack vest with no sleeves and his shorts that he always wears. Uh, John says his Batman shirt on. I'm wearing a Pac-Man shirt. And Chris in when his variety of Wolverine and or Marvel shirts. So we, we encompass what a nerd looks like. Right. So, and that, that's the best part about the dress code is we yeah. really encourage that kind of stuff. We don't turn anybody away. Um, as far as we're concerned, uh, for the regular class, club goer people that are coming out it's kind of an outreach program to teach them to, <laughs> well yeah. it kind of is hey, you know i know what he's talking about yeah uh, I, you know what that's funny because Come we had a dark we, we had a friend of ours that was uh uh I, when i was like 25 or 26 and we had met this guy and nice guy 
He's an engineer, uh, listens to the show at times, but he was like a 23, 24 year old virgin. And so my friends and I basically were like, you need help, buddy. We're going to start VORP, the Virgin Outreach Program, and we're going to help you get laid. <laughs> and so you saying that thinks like, makes me think, you know what? VORP needs to be reinstituted in some sort of way. Now, like, did you succeed? Oh, yeah. We got married. Right. He has a kid yeah. now. So the same age as Ronald Andrew. So, so that was the only way it was going to happen. Huh? Well, he got married to a girl he babysat. So it's kind of weird, but oh, you know. Okay. It's called laying seeds, buddy. Uh, yeah. Ground in your plan. What are going on there? Tenure plan. That, that didn't just fucking go over my head. I just, he just married a chick that he was babysitting. Dude, you're a listener. <laughs> He's not, this isn't like a, like a, a big love situation or anything like that. And it like wasn't that. like within the same year, <laughs> no. I'm, I'm guessing. Like wow. Like, it, it, they were, there was like about a six or seven year difference between the two of them. Like, I think we're going to lose a listener. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're out there and you're a member of VORP, you know who you are. So, but please go yeah. ahead. Okay. Virgin Outreach Program. Well, yeah, I, you know, I don't think the outreach program is reaching any virgins at this point. <laughs> um, but no, it's, it's kind of an outreach, you know, to reach out to the regular club community as well. Let them know that this is kind of stuff happening. But more importantly, um, this is the Nerds Nightclub. And we have a nerd safe policy and code of conduct that we put in place. Please explain. Expand. Uh, basically, cosplay is not consent. If you want to take pictures, ask. Don't be don't be groping or yeah. you know ogling inappropriately the cosplayers, and that's not just the women, also the men, because Monster Mash always goes shirtless. Um, but mainly, it's it's all about making sure everyone's having a good time without yeah without um, ball cleavage ball cleavage ball cleavage all the time. But, you were with me, right? Yeah, all right. yeah I saw that one too. <laughs> it's a good radio bit um, visuals. All right, time for our final guest on this uh, special look back, our best of volume two. Um, the voice of the intro of the show, uh, uh, Tony, who's uh, been a friend of, for a long, long time. Uh, and actually, I think we're definitely going to have Tony back on uh, as soon as Black Panther comes out because he's a huge Marvel nerd and it's been way too long. But uh, here's a little bit of Tony finishing up the day uh, with some rants on the Nerd Life Crisis podcast. We got to transition. We got to transition out of that into our final segment. It's time for rants. Wait, wait, wait. Where's your? Oh, we're running out of time. I'll save mine for next week, All man. Right. We're, right. we're already long, but that's cool. Like I'm having fun with Tony here today. Uh, Tony. Yes. So, um, I know you have an interesting job, and you tell a lot <laughs> of really fun. Gonna go here. You got a lot of really fun stories. Uh, do you have anything that happened recently that you could share without getting yourself in trouble on the podcast? I can. I can share just about anything as long as I don't give names. Okay. Cool. Okay, well, okay. I, I have reserved this <laughs> section for Tony to possibly rant about the dumb shit that happens to him at work. Because uh, I, I got one to cover in the in the if you cannot share if one of my stories. I want to hear one of your stories. I, I can't tell one of your stories. I got my own rant. Oh. Okay. But, but I love your stories. Like, I follow you on Facebook <laughs> for your stories alone. So. Yeah, now I'm going to have to. Yeah, oh, totally well, well here's, here's the deal. I, what I do, I work with people who receive public assistance. Okay. And my job, my, my formerly... <laughs> <laughs> these, are, these are the kids that I teach their kids. Yes, you do. I yes, do because we're like we're like ninety nine percent free reduced lunch. My job primarily was to help people who are getting cash aid to get off cash aid by getting a job okay. and stay off cash aid. One of my favorite <laughs> stories was now these people aren't working. Oh no. Okay, they're not working, and the one young lady walked in. And I was laying down the requirements because what are the requirements? If you're going to get money, you have to look for a job. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the concept, right? 
and I told her the requirements. She looked at me with a straight face and said, well, do I get a vacation? (laughs) (laughs) And before my head caught up with my lips, I simply said, vacation from what? Yeah. You're not working. (laughs) And she couldn't understand me. I just Uh. thought... You unemployed. You on vacation. Yeah, this is vacation. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're just done. not getting paid. You're done. You, you, you are getting paid. Working. You need you're... to do that. <laughs> and I, I was accused of not caring about black people. Oh, of course. I could see how that would can be. Can you say that could happen? Yeah, I was like, like totally. Do you understand that I myself am black? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this here is not a tan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Cuban. Yeah, I'm not Cuban. No. It's the bald head. That's what throws him no. off. And I really can't play basketball. <laughs> I that, really can't. That's a myth. I don't know. You I don't have any friends from I the Dominican Republic? I yeah. <laughs> you told a story one time about oh, the girl God. with the short dress. That's like what? <gasps> oh, the, the poem. Yeah, you gotta. <laughs> okay. I used to teach it. Oh, my God. Yeah, I can't believe you remember that. I do. We did a mock interview because I make them do a final interview. They have to come in dressed like they're mm-hmm. going to go for a job. And we right. just give them interview questions. And this girl came in with a dress crazy short. Oh, okay. Now, how short is crazy short? <laughs> Please describe how okay. short is crazy short. Well, I put it this way. No matter what she did, you could, you could see... The, uh, the, the listeners, land. I was like, the listeners can't see your hand motions. <laughs> All right, I'm like, I'm like, you can you can really see everything. Okay, the promised land. No matter yeah, how she sat, no matter how didn't she sat, because she wasn't a thin well, that's girl. That's how you get a job. Not this, not not with me. Oh, right. <laughs> now, you know, we, that's another show. Okay. But at any rate, we went through the interview, and she was top heavy. She was oh. really top heavy. She came in with this really short skirt on. She had on these silver pumps, silver, not gray. They weren't clear. Silver. Huh? Did they, they have clear? They have goldfish no. in the bottom? Silver. <laughs> she went Bootsy Collins. What the hell? These, she had these giant boobs, and the girls uh, were out. Yeah. Okay? Oh, yeah. So she looked like she was going to get it in at the club. <laughs> and we finished the interview, and I had to give her a poem that Miss Carmen taught me. Oh, okay. I can say Miss Carmen, she's my coworker. I love her dearly. She'll never listen to this because we're swearing she's a Jehovah Witness. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Um, You're safe. I, she, I absolutely am. She gave a poem for dress skirt. We say your skirt's not supposed to be any shorter than one inch above the knee. That's what it is. Okay. Miss Carmen says, here's the rule, sweetie. Show your knees if you please, but let your thighs be a surprise. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Right there. And, and there goes the I mic. I damn near lost my mind. I, could, I was done. I think it should be on a t-shirt, a coffee mug. Absolutely. Sky ride it. So you, you got a oh. daughter. How old is your daughter? Oh, no, I got three. But the one, the one in question that all roads lead to her, she's 17, almost 18. Okay, well. And, and she's, we've raised them kind of conservatively. Um, the oldest one has um, gotten in shape, and she's 20 now, and she's gone out clubbing. And her name is Lauren. Mm-hmm. But now her new nickname around the house is Horan. Because this is your daughter. Oh yes, oh yes. Because she's now single and she's out staying out late and doing who knows what or who knows who. She's got very adult version of the Midnight Life Crisis podcast brought to you by. But Horan kind of sounds like uh, uh, like a loose hobbit. Yeah, yeah. from the Shire. 
Porn. She isn't very tall, but, but I don't know if she's that This is the company, Thorin, yeah. Borin, Borin. So she's, she's suddenly become very comfortable with herself. Wow. And, and, uh, That's good, though, right? It, it's a good thing for a very, very shy kid. Yeah, for sure. Um, but at the same time, I'm dad, and I don't I don't want to see that shit. I'm with you. I, I'm ready to, like, it's burka time. <laughs> How old is this one? This one's 20? She's 20. Oh, she's almost done. 20. Yeah, dude. there's nothing I can do. You're done. I can just be grumpy is all I can That's, do. Yeah. Uh, you know? Settle in. And... and and every day it's like, what the hell are you wearing? That's that's the first thing I say every time. You sound like John are you Ritter's wearing? character from <laughs> Ten Things I Hate. Yeah, uh, ten, yeah, eight yeah. ways to something about your teenage daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Totally yeah. sound like John yeah. Ritter right there. Yeah. Just nice. don't die. What the hell are yeah. Nice. All right, so that's going to wrap up this episode, this volume two best of. I hope you guys have enjoyed this. Uh, once again, I am uh, your thigh shouldn't be shown. Uh, and we hope you guys are having a nerd life crisis. Music for the Nerd Life Crisis podcast is provided by Big Papa and the TCB. All music available at bptcb.com or at iTunes. The Nerd Life Crisis is recorded at the Inland Blue Studios. Make sure to subscribe to the Nerd Life Crisis at iTunes and like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Nerd Life Crisis. Nerd Life Crisis.